This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Okay, lay down, guys. All right. I have not put the dogs in their houses again. And the worst part is their nails. We have hardwood floors everywhere and like they get groomed regularly, but still their nails on the floor is like, it's like little like tap dances. So hopefully um, you guys just lay down. We're fine. We're all good. If they see somebody walk by the window, like we're going to be in trouble. So I really don't want to have to start this over. So please lay down. Okay, a few topics to discuss. Um, Honestly, I swear to God, every time I go to record, even when it's like a guest episode, that's when I get all my deliveries. That's when they pick up the garbage. That is when all the things happen. Jehovah's Witness come to the door, like whatever it is. So anyways, let's just get this done. I really want to go have a hot bath, like the hottest bath. I take baths like scalding hot. So I remember my husband, because this is what happens. I fill the bath up way too hot and then it takes me forever to get in the bath because I'm like, ooh, like dipping my toe, dipping my toe, put my foot all the way in. It's like melting And then when I, so I remember I was standing in the bath, the water was like up to my knees at this point. And my husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's too hot to get in. So I'm just like slowly, you know, acclimating to the bathtub. And I lifted my leg up out of the water and there was like a distinct red line from where the bath water was to like my regular skin color and my husband was like Jesus Christ like what is wrong with you and I was like that's how I like my baths and so every once in a while I have a bath with Milo and it's like lukewarm in my opinion like he thinks it's hot and I'm like this is not hot like this is almost uncomfortable um anywho The first topic, so I have done two acupuncture treatments so far. Remember, I was always complaining about my jaw. And for me, like I think a lot of people get jaw issues and the pain is actually like in their jaw area. So like your big muscles, like your masseter area and like going up into like where your ear bone things are. Um, so for me, I carry a ton of tension in my jaw, but I don't necessarily have pain in that area. However, if I were to get a massage, have you ever had a massage of your jaw, like internally, like in your mouth? It is, you don't think you have jaw issues until someone starts pressing on the actual muscles on the inside of your mouth, it is like your eyes will start watering like it's terrible. Maybe not if you don't have like tension in your jaw, but for me, oh my God. And so I know that the muscles are not okay, but 
I don't get pain there during the day. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, my jaw hurts. If I try and eat a granola bar, like after two bites of just a basic ass granola bar, not like a Nutrigrain bar, but like the chewy ones, my jaw is instantly fatigued. Like I can barely keep eating the granola bar. So I know my jaw is fucked. But anyways, um, and then every time I go to the dentist and they do like the full like checkup of your jaw and stuff and they like press on your jaw muscle and they're like, okay, open, close. They're like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I know, like it's messed up. But anyway, I have not like gone to do anything for my jaw because I'm not in a ton of pain. Um, I do have crazy neck pain all the time and people are always like, oh, that can totally be connected. Like my trap muscles, my neck, my jaw, like I'm sure everything is just all connected. So when I got Invisalign, he was like, I'm going to give you a retainer thing that will, like it prevents you from being able to close your back teeth down on each other. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So I've been wearing like night guard things to prevent my back teeth from touching all night. Took a little while to get used to, to sleep with, but it's totally fine. I wear it every single night. I never, it's not like I'm one of those people that's like, oh yeah, I wear it, but like don't actually wear it every night. I wear it every single night and my jaw is not that much different. If anything, like I noticed that my back teeth, like I haven't been pressing down. So there's like a little bit of relief, but where I feel all my tension and pain is like in my temple area. And at home, I'm always like rubbing my temples, rubbing my temples. I'm like pressing on my husband's temples. I'm like, does this hurt you? He's like, no. I'm like, oh my God, like it's so tender and insanely sore. And so if you press on the muscle in like the temporal area, like even just doing this, like, oh my God, it's so crazy. So if I press here and then I bite down really hard, you can feel this muscle in the temple area like really contracting and like moving. So I started to notice that during the day, I'm not, it's not like I hold tension in my jaw by biting down. That's not what I do. I'm like having my jaw in certain positions that like makes this whole area tense up. So anywho, long story short, oh my God, like take one little fucking topic, Renee, and like just talk for 20 minutes about your goddamn jaw. Anyways, this was supposed to be just like a quick little fucking story. Um, So I mentioned the jaw pain thing and like the pain in my temples on Instagram and people were like, try acupuncture. And I was like, oh, never even thought of that because my first thought was like, oh, I'm going to go get Botox you know, Um, which I still might do like down the road. But I just want to say I've done two acupuncture treatments on my jaw and like she puts them in the temporal area as well on top of my head. Um, She also did like digestion points on my stomach and under my knees, like for hormones and on my feet and in my hands, I was literally just like full of needles. So I did the first treatment and even on the ride home from doing that, like I could 
open my jaw like so much easier with less resistance. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then after a few days, like even my neck isn't as sore, like just everything. Oh, she also did my traps and she did like the dry needling in my traps, which is like incredible. If you can find someone that does dry needling and you have like tight in your neck and upper back area, do dry needling. It's insane and it's so effective. So anywho, like I'm just feeling so much looser and like not so like wound up and tight and um, so I loved it. And then the digestion points, I was like, oh, what's this going to do? Like silly, silly, like just putting needles in my stomach, you know? Um, the next day I had two good poops and I was like, what the fuck is going on? So that was weird. And the next time I went to go see her, so I did the first acupuncture on a Tuesday and then the second one was on Saturday. And on Saturday, I started to ovulate in the morning. And if you've been following me for a while, you know, I get wildly painful ovulation. And, you know, I always remember because the thing is, I was on birth control from like 16 until like 28, let's say. So for all those years, like you're putting hormones into your body. And so everything was masked. Like if I had, I remember being in high school and when I first got my period, my cramps were so bad. It was like debilitating. I would have to stay home from school. And everyone's like, like nobody fucking says anything. And it's just like, oh yeah, okay. Like, oh yeah, period cramps. Like that's normal. And then I never noticed like ovulation pain when I was a teenager But then I started the pill and then that made everything better. Like didn't have any period cramps. Like my periods were like light and like hardly anything and loved it. So I stayed on the pill forever. Then when I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna, you know, we're gonna start soon trying to have a kid. Then I got off the pill and I was like, holy shit. Like periods are crazy heavy crazy cramping again for like when my period starts and then wild ovulation pain like for 12 hours straight like I can't even describe the pain it's like dull achy 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 sensation like you feel like you have to like poop like are you gonna have diarrhea like is there like a bowling ball being on your stomach your lower back hurts like it's just crazy uncomfortable. And so I would always take medication and then put a heating pad on. And like I would take two medications. I think I would take like naproxen and Tylenol and that would really help. But I'm like, this is not okay. Like, why is this happening to me? And then I would go and tell a doctor and they'd be like, oh, well, you're lucky. You know when you're ovulating. So you know when to have sex to have a kid. I'm like, Thank you so much for your help. Um, So anyways, now I'm like just annoyed at all these little things and I just kind of want to be like my best self and feel good. So I went to do the acupuncture for my jaw thing. I'm like, this is stupid. It's just getting worse. Was super effective. On the Saturday, like I was saying before I went on that rampage, I had started to get the ovulation pain in the morning and I was like, oh, this is going to be like a shit day. But I went to my appointment. It was at 1130 a.m. 
but I could feel like the cramping and the uncomfortableness brewing all morning. And I just happened to like mention it to her. I was like, oh, I'm starting like to ovulate. I'm getting that like pain. And she was like, okay, I'll put in some acupuncture needles like in the um, reproductive system areas. So I don't know the terminology, guys. Um, So I'm like, okay. So again, like the digestion points, I was like, "Mm, what's this going to do? Like "Mm, little needles in my reproductive system. So she does it. And I noticed in this one spot when she put in one of those ones, it was like so achy and like I could feel it. For the most part, you hardly even feel the acupuncture needles going in. They're so small. So she puts all the needles in. She leaves for a while. I'm just like hanging out there with needles in my body. And she comes back. I was waiting that day to get the wild ovulation pain and it never came like it just went away and then it never came and I haven't even told her this yet but I'm going to tell her probably before this airs but I was shocked like I was waiting for it like waiting for it like where did it go like and the whole reasoning behind it is like the needle's draw blood into the area like it increases blood flow in that area so a lot of the times cramping is like okay I'm not even I'm just gonna stop talking right there because I don't really know what I'm saying but it brings blood to the area and that's a good thing it like gets rid of toxins and whatever whatever um but I should look into that more I should get like an acupuncture specialist on and we can talk about all this stuff. Um, But anyways, it was crazy. So then today I did, today's Monday when I'm recording this and I did my first workout. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. 
We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Because I found this gym that is somewhat nearby and Milo's school is kind of on the way. So I was like, okay, They have a 9.30 class every single day and it alternates as to what it is. So it can be like yoga, it can be Pilates, it can be boot camp, like a circuit thing. So I'm like, that's perfect. And now I literally don't have an excuse because I can drop Milo off and just keep going all the way there, do the 9.30 class and come home. Initially, I was thinking about doing CrossFit, but it's a lot further away and the scheduling is not as ideal. So this works out perfectly. It's like a small little studio. Um, So today, of course, the first class is boot camp, and I'm like, okay, Renee, you can do this. Like, let's do it. So I ate a banana on my way there because I'm not much of like a morning. Like I drink water. I drink coffee. I don't really usually eat until like 10, 30, 11. So I made myself eat a banana on the way there. 
I went there and like I was so terrified but I was like you can do this like you can do this and even if you can't like big whoop you know at least just go try because in my mind I was like okay maybe I should just not start on Monday and start on Tuesday when it's not like a boot camp but I was like fuck it Renee like you go and do it now moving forward I probably won't go on Mondays it's not always boot camp on Mondays like it changes all the time um but I'm thinking Monday is gonna be my like crush work for the entire week like get all the podcast stuff done uploaded ready to go so that you are less like pressed for time Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday because by the time I get home it's like just before 11 a.m. so like I usually start my work day at 9 a.m. sharp so it's like taking two hours out of my day every single day is like a lot so yeah, and I also want to start my new podcast in the new year. So yeah, like look at me just adding to my schedule and not getting rid of anything. Um, Yeah, story of my life. Anywho, I made it through the class. We did the thing that killed me the most was push-ups because I have the weak, like I'm a strong person. I would say like I'm pretty strong. I've been active my whole life. Like I'm very like aware of like movements. Like if somebody gives me something to do, like I can do it. But like my arms and it's because I have fucking brutal shoulders fatigue right away. It's like my fucking jaw, like my jaw fatigues right away eating a granola bar. My arms fatigue, not my arms. Yeah, my arms and my shoulders fatigue doing pushups like right away. Instant fatigue. So the very first like circuit thing we had to do, it was like thrusters, which is like you go down into a squat with the weight and then you go up and like push it up over your head. Then it was, uh, oh, fuck, I don't remember. Oh, kettlebell swings. And then it was push-ups. So I, like, do the one round, do the second round, and I was like, okay, my arms are fucking done. Like, I can barely, like, I can barely lift my water bottle to my mouth. Like, I was in trouble. And then the next circuit of things included the big heavy ropes that you, like, swing up and down. Oh my God. For the first like 10, and we were only doing it for 30 seconds. And so for the first 10 seconds, I'm like, okay, this is fine. After 10 seconds, it is like a quick, like the first 10 seconds is like, oh, okay. Like I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This is good. The second it's like 10 seconds into it. It's not a gradual, like I'm going to die it's instant. It's like, okay, I'm doing it. This is fine. This is fine. I can make the 30 seconds right at the 10 second mark. Boom. No, you're done. Like you cannot go any longer. So I was like, oh, like the sounds that come out of my mouth, like it just helps me get through it. If I make sounds because it's like you're complaining, like you're getting it off your chest. You know, you're like, this fucking sucks. Anyways, I made it through. I have this thing where my nervous system, like when I haven't worked out in a long time and then I go and do stuff like this, my body is like, what the fuck is happening? And it just wants to like throw up. And I think I remember reading about this because when I started CrossFit years ago, I would throw up like in the car on the way home. Like I had to throw up in one of Muffin's poop bags on my drive home from CrossFit one day. Like your nervous system is just like, 
what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm just going to like get rid of whatever's in my stomach. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to have diarrhea, like nothing like that. It's like, I'm going to throw up. Oops, sorry. But I didn't throw up. I just like made it through the class. And then um, tomorrow is the reformer Pilates, you know, like the big wooden machine with like the handcuffs and whatnot. Like, so that's what is tomorrow. So I'm excited to try that. Um, this is my new life. This is my new life. I go and I do a workout class at 9.30. Um, there's a coffee shop nearby. I might start going there on my way home, getting a coffee or a nice latte. Um, I didn't stop today because I was concerned about my well-being. So I'm like, Renee, just like make it home. Um, but once I'm, you know, more used to working out, I think I could stop at the coffee shop on my way home. Also, something that maybe you're not aware of, and maybe this doesn't happen to you, but it happens to me. Do you ever work out and find yourself yawning? And you're like, why the fuck am I yawning in the middle of a workout class? And it's because your body's trying to get oxygen. I learned that. I probably looked it up. Like, why am I dying during a workout class? And it's like, your body's trying to get oxygen and the best way to get oxygen is to yawn. So that's interesting. Okay, where am I at for time? 21 minutes. I have to pee, but I can make it. Okay. Um, so I've been keeping this list. Before I get into the three kinds of books that there are in the world, and I came to this conclusion last night when I was reading my Kindle. I'm still reading The Club, um, in case you're wondering. It's a Reese's book club pick. And I told my husband that I was like, yeah, it's a Reese's. I was telling him like the premise of the book because it's a cool premise. And I was like, it's a Reese's book club pick because this is one of the ones that Milo accidentally bought on my Kindle. Like my friend just like handed Milo my Kindle and it was on like the library or whatever, or like the the bookstore, whatever you want to call it. And so he bought three books and this was one of the books. And I was like, well, at least it's a Reese's book club pick. Like maybe it's a good one. So anyways, I tell my husband that it's a Reese's book club pick and he's like, Reese's peanut butter cups? <laughs> I was like, no, Reese Witherspoon, sweetie. Anyways, um, that was my little joke. I'm going to take a drink. I know you don't want me to say that, but my mom even made fun of me. She's like, haha, that girl mentioned that you, you say that you're going to take a drink before you take a drink. I always wonder that. Like, why are you telling us that? Like, just take a freaking drink. I'm like, oh my God, mom. Like, cause it's weird. Okay. Because I know not everybody's watching on YouTube. And so people are going to be like, where'd she go? Is my, is my stereo off? I don't know. Maybe this is my own problem. Anyways, I've been keeping a list before I get into the three kinds of books that there are, um, I've been making a list about things that make me irrationally rage internally. Usually I don't have like outward expressions of rage, but like internal. I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch a wall, but I don't. But anyways, only because I'm worried I'm going to hurt myself. Um, otherwise I would. But okay, number one, not being able to open a banana has that ever happened to someone? Like, you're like, oh, grab a banana. You go to open it and it's like fucking impossible to open. Rage. And it just happened to me yesterday or the day before. I couldn't open it and I like handed it to my mom in the car. I'm like, can you open this? And she's like, oh, Jesus Christ, like trying to open the banana. I was like, 
drives me nuts. And oftentimes it's because they're not ripe enough. So the peels are like fucking rock solid. So if you flip it over and you open it like monkeys do, like you like pinch the butt of the banana and like peel it open, it's way easier. But for some reason, I don't like opening them like that. Um, Okay, so opening up, not being able to open a banana. Number two, when I'm blow drying my hair and the cord, because I like round brush my hair like to blow dry it. So I'm constantly like putting the hair dryer down, like picking it back up, like getting different sections, blow drying it out. When I go to pick up the hair dryer and the cord gets caught on the, um, the handle of the cabinet, rage, like rage. Okay. Number three, hitting my funny bone. Not funny. Um, it actually really hurts. And if I hit it hard enough, my arm is like, it feels like it's in lava for a solid like two or three minutes. And I think I made this up in my head, but I think when I was younger, I fell off. I was playing in the backyard and I was on top of the shed that it, that was in the backyard. Like, <laughs> where were my parents? Um, and I fell off the shed and on my way down, I smoked my arm on the barbecue. And it was like the hardest you could ever possibly hit your funny bone. And I think from that day, I'm like scarred and like, I hold that trauma deep within me. And now when I hit my funny bone, it like takes me back to that memory. And I just remember like laying in the grass in the backyard. I'm going to ask my mom if she remembers this. Smoke my, my funny bone on the way down. I'm laying on the grass, just like crying, like screaming in the backyard. I don't know if like anyone came to find me. Like, I don't know what happened. I have a bad memory, but I do remember that. So hitting funny bone, rage. Number four hiccups. And I mentioned this the other day and I got all kinds of like, you know, cures for hiccups. The weirdest remedy was to remind yourself that you're not a fish because apparently hiccups come from us like being fish, you know, like evolutionarily speaking. Um, I tried that the other day. It didn't work. One thing that usually does work, and I remember every time I would have hiccups, my brother would be like, tell me the next time you hiccup. And so I'd be like, okay. And like, if you wait, I'm like, oh, I have to tell him the next time I hiccup. Like it won't come. So anyways, there's that. What I always do if I can and if I'm at home is take like a massive spoonful of just like craft peanut butter and eat it. And it tastes good and it gets rid of your hiccups. So anyways, um, hiccups, rage. Number five. This is my last one before I get into the three kinds of books and then we're done here, guys. Okay, number five. With technology nowadays, a lot of us have the fobs that open, like you don't even need the key to open your fucking car anymore. It's like, oh, technology you can just reach for it. And if the fob is on your person, the car door will open. Well, when there's like a little glitch in technology and I go to open the fucking car door and it doesn't open, rage. Especially when my hands are full, I'm like carrying stuff because now I have to go find my fucking key. 
and actually like put the fob against the door, it drives me nuts. And it happened this morning. I dropped Milo off at school. I'm like rushing to get to my workout class. The key is like tucked away in my pocket. Go to open the door, doesn't open. Go to open the door, doesn't open. I'm like, rage. Okay, so those were my five. I will keep adding to the list and I will let you know as more things come up that um, make me rage. All right, three kinds of books and then we're done. Number one, some books just suck. Okay, I start reading them and I'm like, meh. I'll give it a shot. And then I read a couple chapters. And I'm like, eh. and then I read maybe like another chapter and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not finishing this book. It's stupid. So there's books that suck. There's books that are really good. Like when I read Hotel Nantucket, like I just enjoyed every moment, every like chapter. I just loved the story and I l- was looking forward to reading it every day. Like it's just a good book. It's just a good book. Nothing crazy happened. There's no like, you know, suspense of like, ooh, what's going to happen? Ooh. It was just a good fucking book. The third kind of book in the world, which I think the club, the one that I'm reading right now, falls into this category. The book sucks, but the premise of the book, like the story is good. So do I think this should be a movie? And I'm sure that's why Reese Witherspoon picked it for her book club because she's going to like make it into a show or something. It should be a movie or a show. Like the, the idea for the book, the story, the premise is great. I'm not enjoying necessarily like reading it. Like I find like my mind is like drifting off like as I'm like reading my Kindle before bed. Like I'm not totally engaged but I want to keep reading because I know that crazy shit is going to go down or like there's like suspense like you know something's going to happen so it's like I'm I'm like not pumped to read it but I feel like I want to finish it because I want to know what the fuck's going on you know what I mean so those are the three categories like this book sucks I'm not going to read it and I don't care this book is awesome I'm enjoying reading the whole thing you know front to back love it This book sucks, but I like the idea of the book and I know shit's going to go down, so I'm going to keep reading it. So those are my three books. If you think there's like more categories of books, like please let me know. Um, So that's it for this one. Have I already said that the movie for December is Bad Mom's Christmas? Very excited to watch it. I think I'm going to watch it with my husband because that's like that's a funny fucking movie. Um, I remember watching it years ago with my mamere of all people. Um, and yeah, she texted me the other day. She was like, you should have this movie for your movie club. Like, remember how funny it was? And she was watching it at the time. I was like, ah, good times. Anyway, so that's the movie for December. I'll probably have a little chit chat at the end of December about it. Um, of course, Stay tuned for updates on the new podcast. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know, but here we go. Um, If you don't already, please follow us at the Mom Room Podcast on Instagram and tell your friends about the podcast. The downloads have gone down. So at first, the downloads were like skyrocketing to the fucking moon. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Now they've gone down a little bit. And I'm like, no, it's supposed to go the other way. So tell your friends about the podcast. Send someone you love an episode. And yeah, I'll uh, see you guys 
next time. So thanks for listening. And I hope your children sleep tonight and you think up a good idea for the goddamn elf on the shelf and you don't forget. My mom's so worried that I'm going to forget the elf on the shelf. I'm like, don't worry. If I forget, my husband will remember because he's that kind of person. So anyhow, I was about to say good night. Um, good day. Good night. Are you feeding your baby in the middle of the night? I don't know, but just good day. All right. I'm just going to stop. Bye.